This is the Average to Savage podcast with Paul Garino. Everyone and anyone, athletes, celebs, and much more. What's up, everyone? Back for episode seven of Average Savage podcast with Eva Magalinski. Eva, what's up? Hi, thanks for having me. Yeah, for sure. I'm happy to have you. Let's just jump right into it. And could you tell me a little background on yourself? I was born here, and I started working at, like, a comedy club for my summer job. I was on my summer from college, and it was the Comedy Works in Denver. It was, like, one of the best clubs in the nation, and um, I was only 19, so I wasn't actually old enough to get into the club, but the um, person who drove all the comedians wasn't able to take him anymore, so all of a sudden, they are like, okay, can you start driving all these famous comedians? So um, my third week on the job, I got to drive Dave Chappelle. He is like a famous comedian, one of my favorite comedians of all time. And it went really well. And I took like, you know, all of his friends out to the skate park and had a really great weekend. And then Dave was like, wow, you're really great. We want to hire you. And through that, um, he talked to the owner of the Comedy Works and she gave me like a full-time job working at this comedy club. Mm-hmm. And then I started driving every week like a new celebrity. It was really fun. I would, like, never have known the comedian, and I'd pick him up, and they'd, like, be in my car and, like, get stuck in traffic, and I'd have to make stuff to talk about. Um, but that was how I ended up meeting a comedian named Chelsea Handler. Mm-hmm. And she had the TV show Chelsea Lately on E! So um, at that time, when Chelsea came, I was starting my own little PR company, Comedy Works Publicity, and really new to it, but, like, teaching myself as I went, and... And um, Chelsea was one of my first clients. So it really empowered me that she trusted me and, you know, hired me to do her PR. And I worked really hard and she started to really blow up. So when her second book, Are You There Vodka, came out, um, she, like, brought me on tour with her. And I got to go, you know, to all these big, like, Fallon and all these national shows. And then eventually Chelsea talked me into moving to L.A. to work for her full time on the TV show Chelsea Lately. Um, so it was really, really exciting because I was kind of with her before she was famous and then she started to blow up and I became a segment producer on Chelsea Lately and then we shot this TV show after Lately which is all about like the behind the the scenes of Chelsea and it was like all true stories like if you would be at your desk and get up from your computer Chelsea would like get on and send out an email like to the whole staff from your account being like does anyone have a condom or like all sorts of stuff so I have all these like crazy experiences that happen working for her um, like she dated 50 Cent and he came on tour with us and it was all really fun and um, I actually got to write a book in Chelsea's book Lies that Chelsea Handler told me or write a chapter excuse me in Chelsea's book Lies that Chelsea Handler told me so um, you can check that out it's like at your local library on Amazon I checked all that um, libraries through kind of working at Chelsea I done that and I learned the TV world and I it was fun and I got you know just this calling I really wanted to get into DJing so I was working at the show and randomly we got this call you know like I put it out there I was like I really want to like I love music I love underground hip hop I want to DJ so we got this random call one day at the show and they were like this is Scratch DJ Academy and I'm like what so Scratch DJ Academy was founded by Jam Master J for Monday and Seed 
and um, I immediately like signed up and started going to school there and um, they literally like it's like the top DJs in the world teaching you how to scratch how to do everything and like DJ Revolution who is like an idol of mine and like one of the top scratch DJs in the world like taught me to DJ so I sucked for years and years there just failed bombed like was really bad at it and then I finally got really really good um, and I put it out there because like like my nickname for myself I say I'm a self-proclaimed game changer I'm like well you can't say you're a game changer without being a game changer so I thought about it I'm like well how would I be a game changer like what would I do and I was like well I want my first ever show to be a 5,000 TV amphitheater so I put that out there I was like okay 5,000 TV amphitheater don't know how I just know it's gonna happen and like my sister bought me a pair of gold Adidas so I like kept them in my closet and looked at them and I'm like I'm gonna wear those at this you know 5,000 CD amphitheater well next thing you know that's why like really you've got to dream big and think big um a friend that I went to high school with it actually turns out he was a promoter for this amazing show he's got this company Atlantic Skis and Sam Warren and his um really good business partner Ben Anderson like they promote these amazing shows so I called them and I was like I really want to have my first public DJ show be with you so my first ever public DJ show was actually Red Rocks Amphitheater in Colorado and it wasn't 5,000 that's like a 10,000 seat outdoor venue and I got to open for Damien Marley and Vito Laser. Wow that's a crazy story already so back yeah. to back to uh working for Chelsea, the Chelsea Lately Show. So you uh-huh. you basically started there like kind of out of college, right? Um, yeah, I was going to the women's college at the University of Denver like mm-hmm. on nights and the weekends when I was um, working at the coffee work. So I worked full time and went to school, like mm-hmm. got my degree while I was like, like in my free time basically. Okay. And then I graduated and moved out to LA. Gotcha. So how and then so you became close friends with her and you got to write a chapter in her book. Yeah. So what was that like? What was that experience like? Oh my god, it was unbelievable. I actually just wrote the chapter and put it on her desk, and I really do believe in like, you know, people are like, how do you do stuff? Like, if you want to do something, like you got to be proactive. Like I took the initiative to write it, and like she really helped me by having another comedian, Sarah Colonna, who like went in and made my chapter funnier because. I'm, you know, like these are professional comedians; they know what they're doing. Um, but it was amazing. Like, you know, um, we, it really is like the if you read the chapter, it really is like all true stories. And like, um, she has this one time she had these two friends of hers, Brian and um, they, these guys are like this gay couple, the most amazing gay couple you've ever met. Well, she emailed them from my computer and was like. <laughs> hey guys, I don't know where to go. I don't know who to turn to. I'm looking to come out of the closet. Can you help me? And like, I got this email reply that was like the nicest email you've ever, like, it was like, dear Eva, we completely understand. We've been there. You know, wait, please come over. Brian's offered to cook dinner. And I like get this email and I'm like, oh my God. I was like, no, no, no. I was like, like running to the grandma that tells you off. I'm like, you have to tell them this is a joke. So I immediately like panically reply and I'm like, no, 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 like, you don't understand Chelsea said that, and then they, like, reply, they're like, look, we've been there, it's okay, we know you're having second thoughts, so, like, to this day, they still think I'm a closet lesbian, and then she, like, emailed her sister from my account, and was like, dear Chelsea, I don't know where to go, I don't know who to turn to, uh, Chelsea hit me today, 
Right now it's uh, a slap. I'm afraid it could escalate to a punch. Please <laughs> help me. And like her sister replied, it was like, you had me at slap. You lost me at escalate to a punch. Uh, nice try, Chelsea. So when I got that email from her sister, I'm like looking around and I'm like, oh my God. And like all the other girls in the office are like, oh yeah, you didn't know. Like Chelsea sends out emails. Do you like to play pranks on her uh, employees? Yes. So, are, how how long did you work there? I was with her for um like almost nine years. Gotcha. And you start and you started like basically from the bottom, right? Yeah. And I really didn't have any idea what I was doing. You know, like how to book a private jet or yeah. anything like that. And it was a really exciting time because we would shoot the show Monday through Friday. And then we'd get on the private jet, go to a city Friday night, do an in-store signing, do a, like a 5,000-seat amphitheater show, do, do another in-store signing, do a second show, then do another signing, like, or a venue signing, I shouldn't say in-store, but venue signing, and then get on a plane and go to the next city, do that again on Saturday, do it again on Sunday, and then come back and shoot the show. And we did four tours, so... Wow. It was an intense period, and we actually had cameras following us on the Chelsea Chelsea Bang Bang tour for like a documentary. So there was always like a camera guy recording everything. Yeah, 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 I was just talking to someone about that yesterday on a podcast about cameras following them around and how it was weird. <laughs> I just got so used to it. Like I didn't. Yeah. I would even eat to see them enough footage because I'm like, I just didn't even. You just become so numb to it. Yeah. So while you were working there, you were also doing uh, a project with Richard Simmons, right? Yes, I um. I went through a breakup, and um, I went, and I was like, I'm going to go, you know, like, I had a breakup, I'm like, I'm going to go work out, so Richard has a studio in LA called Slimmons, and I went there, and I am, like, the most positive person you'll ever meet, and Richard's really positive, so we, like, met, and it was over, we just, like, fell in love with each other, so Richard actually put me in his TV infomercial, and I had to, like, you know, go work out six days a week at 5 a.m. for an hour, and, like, they'd give me my little Richard Simmons food, but I followed the program, um, like, to a T, and, like, ended up, you know, like, just getting in really amazing shape after three months, and so we had this, like, big Christmas party for my ex-boyfriend was going to be, and Richard came to the party as my date. Oh, my God. like, fit body. <laughs> he wore this, like, it was, like, a shorts and, like, a tank top with, like, a sequin martini glass on it, and he was a really good date. So he's a, he's a crazy guy. it would guy. be so fun, like, working out with him. He'd be, like, yelling at you. He'd be like, there's a cookie on the floor. Pick it up. Like, <laughs> he was he was really fun. So he's I a, love Richard. He's a crazy guy, huh? Well, yeah, I mean, not only that, I mean, he's a fun guy, like, yeah. and you think about him, like, he's, like, the one person where, like, your young niece or your, like, great-grandmother knows him and loves him. Like, I feel, I felt so happy and fortunate to have had that experience with him because he just made such a difference in so many people's lives, you know? And, he, and like, for him to have the fame that he did and keep it like he has is, like, it's really impressive. Yeah, yeah, for sure. He's definitely a pop, pop culture icon. Yeah. Uh, and so what what inspired you to get into DJing and, like, pretty much leave your career? Um, Wu-Tang, I love, like, <laughs> hip-hop. I just, I really do love underground hip-hop, and it's something about, like, going to shows and all that, and I just feel like music is so fun. And, like, yeah. when it comes to DJing, I really like scratching. 
and like they have battles and all that kind of stuff and that's like really where I just felt like this is so fun and you know you can compete and like you gotta practice and yeah. I, I just feel like it's it's a really fun you know like avenue to work in with music and um I love DJing so it's I've really like and I gotta travel a lot with it so that's the part that's just kind of been it was like a different scene for me and I like that yeah so so what happened you just were like I'm quitting my job and I'm becoming a DJ no I um started Chelsea was super supportive yeah. she um actually made me the DJ on the show Chelsea yeah. lately yeah and then um we like so I stayed like as a segment producer and then I would DJ like when the show came on yeah, and so I kind of kept both oh it's and, dope um, and then, like, uh, you know, like, you'd find new music and whatnot, and it would cross-promote because the musicians would come on the show. And um, there's, like, that whole media world where, like, I just love coming up with ideas, too, for segments with DJs. And, like, TV and DJing does really, like, go hand-in-hand. And I think comedy and music go hand-in-hand. So um, I just kind of switched. And, like, Chelsea bought my mixer, did all sorts of stuff, and she really has taken this you know, impressive route because she really wants to get into politics. Um, <laughs> so when the show ended, I just decided to DJ full time. Gotcha. And uh, who who's like your favorite DJs? Uh, I love Diplo. Diplo? Love Diplo. Diplo and Alice in Wonderland are, and then DJ Revolution and DJ Hapa too. I don't know. I don't know who uh, Alice in Wonderland is. I gotta check her out. She's really good. She's Australian. She plays like a lot of the big events and Coachella and stuff. But I really like DJing big shows. Like that's really fun to me. I just did a wedding on Saturday. It was so fun. I didn't know it was like I have a rules wedding where I'll do them for like my friends and family. So it was my dad's my dad's best friend's daughter got married and I DJed their wedding on Saturday and I had way too much fun I'm like crying the whole reception like you know like it's just fun it was really fun to have the dance floor of all your friends and everyone you know so the weddings are fun when you know people yeah, yeah for sure so is that what you're what are you like mainly doing are you doing like parties right now I'm just really focusing on I have some big like big shows in the works for this year and next year and yeah. I'm talking to a couple of people about touring with them and opening for them and then I'm really trying to hone in on my practicing because like with scratching and vinyl I really want to get into like the competitive DJ world yeah, do you have it set like up at your house? DJ is like the world championship of DJing and then Red Bull freestyle is like you know but you, you've got to really be like I really am like like honing in on my set and just kind of really getting some original stuff together but it's all about practice yeah yeah, for sure i mean that's pretty much with everything right yeah right <laughs> uh, so what what does your setup look like is it at your house like you practice yeah here? i have um two techniques and a brain mixer and then i also have a controller which is a pioneer serato controller but i like the controller a lot because like i've been doing a lot of outdoor events and like on patios and stuff like that for summer and like in the summer you can't have vinyl right in the sun yeah. or like if it's windy or whatnot your needles can blow around so I, I do like this little controller because it's like it packs up and it goes to all sorts of stuff and um I'm working on a, like some events for Victoria's Secret and um just doing fun shows I found like when you can you know when you DJ for the women or you get the women to the shows the guys come so and it's like when the dance floor when you get the girls dancing the guys dance yeah Yeah, so are you trying to um 
get on like songs and stuff like that, like with like rappers and stuff like that? Absolutely. Yeah. Is that, I, um, is that like the ultimate goal? I really goal? do love Wu-Tang and like I, I just love hip-hop. I've always loved hip-hop and I have this, I have this like really cool realization and like God, all these legends I look up to, like the Beastie Boys and Wu-Tang and like all these amazing people like Run DMC, like they're all still alive, <laughs> you yeah. know? And they're all around and I'm like, I want to work with all the, like I really do and I, I give a portion of all the money I make to Girls Inc. because I realize mm-hmm. too, I'm like, wow, now all these guys have daughters who are in hip-hop yeah. you know and they're coming into hip-hop and i just like the idea of kind of setting a new standard for women in hip-hop yeah that's awesome so yeah you gotta you, yeah. Got, you, got, you could just reach out to them on social media most of them have it no i know it's <laughs> so crazy like honestly it, it kind of freaks me out sometimes like there's like a couple rappers or like one of them will like like a photo or something and i i yeah. literally like fall out of my chair with excitement like i can't even take it when like I have a little things that'll come up or someone will follow me and I'm just like, it's amazing what you can do with social media nowadays. And you just slide in their DMs? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just went down, I like love water slides. I'll like go to the gym, but I like don't work out. I just go down to the water slide over and over. So I made my sister, I'm like, you gotta take a picture of me going down the water slide so I can post and be like, here's me sliding into your DMs. <laughs> there you go. So I know you keep on saying, so you're, I'm assuming you're a big fan of Wu-Tang, but what other mi- music do you listen to or like? I love, um, I've Dilated Peoples and like Evidence from Dilated Peoples. Evidence is like my all-time, like number one. I just, his style and his music, I love atmosphere. Um, they do so much amazing stuff, living legends. Um, I really like the group Karmic. They're actually friends of mine, but they're like up and coming. I, I really like, I, I'm always open to everything and I play everything that I DJ. I have everything. I love the idea of when you can put like hip hop with country or whatnot, make yeah. it sound good. But I think at the end of the day, it's just about playing good music. So um, I always try to be really open minded and check out as many groups as I can. But I would say my all time is like, Atmosphere, evidence, dilated people, living legends. Gotcha, gotcha. I'm, I'm into the, uh, right now I'm into the uh, trending uh, Spanish slash English songs, basically. Like the rapping and the, like the cool. Spanish. You're going to have to send me some of that. I want to hear some of it. <laughs> yeah. I really like Juicy J right now, too. I'm in like a Juicy J <laughs> Why, well, he has new stuff out? Huh? He has new stuff out? No, like, uh, I just, there's a couple tracks I just found that I had that I really like. Like... Yeah. He's just got a really cool style. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, even like, uh, yeah. I mean, even when you go to look up songs on like Spotify and then you see the album, then like there's songs that you never heard of, but they obviously been out, but they just weren't like mainstream. They're getting, yeah, they're good, and right? then you're like, how did this not become yeah. huge? Like, yeah. it's, you know what the one thing that I get more than any song right now, like as a DJ, like that I will get asked to play like if not once, like three different times a night. Yeah. What's that? Cardi B. Oh, yeah. She, she's on fire right now. Yeah, everybody. Like, it's actually really, that's, it's, like, cool to me. Like, I can always count on the Cardi B request. Yeah, it's actually one of the songs I'm talking about. She has one with uh, Sky Ozuna. It's, like, Spanish and English. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, <laughs> I, but I like a lot of her stuff, too. I, oh. I like her style. I like, But I like that like, that's consistent. I always get a Cardi B request. Yeah, when you're uh, when you're at like one of these events, like say it's a wedding or a party, and somebody goes up to you and uh, ask you for a request, but you don't have it, do you usually have like a aux cord or like Wi-Fi? I have a system that I can play anything. 
Yeah, yeah, because I went to I went to a wedding and I actually like two or three times this happened to me and I asked them for a song and they said they don't have it and I was like you don't got no aux cord and they were like no I was like what about, you you can't get on the internet and they were like no and I was like no, what's I, going on like when I played the wedding I was I every track I had gotten I had literally downloaded just for the bride and I yeah. really catered to the bride so then I kind of got the thumbs up from her from like like a later on in the night that I could play all the requests yeah. and I let all the little kids come up and I taught them to DJ and like but I, I there's something to me like I really like playing a song when someone asks me to play something and it's like also really out there or crazy I love the challenge of like getting it in and getting it on right away and it's yeah. a good feeling when you can play it yeah so at least, so you're, at least I, you're ready I have to go. The abilities now to like get it and figure it out and download it or get it on like right away so I can play it like within thirty seconds of the request. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Which uh, which which uh, the music apps is your favorite? Um, well, Spotify is a big one nowadays because yeah. when I'm preparing for shows, people always send me the links on Spotify. They find all the music on Spotify. Yeah, okay. So like, you really gotta like like. Um, you know, have a good mesh with Spotify because it's a good tool. I love DJ City. It is like, I really admire it. Uh, it's a music pool where you can get music from. Um, I use a ton of iTunes, like, because iTunes yeah. is just, like, you can get the song right away, download it, you know, add it. I probably use iTunes as one of the most. The, the part that gets a little tricky for me, like, it's like your biggest nightmare as a DJ if you, like, play the song and little kids are around and there's, like, a cuss word in it. Yeah. So that's the only thing that gets a little bit tricky when it comes to requests because you got to, like, listen, like, make sure it's clean, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. So what are your uh, goals for a DJ? Um, I really want to compete and, like, get to travel the world competing as a DJ. For sure. So, like, on, the, on like, the Red Bull circuit thing? Yeah, and the DMC. And, like, I really want to work to be in as many competitions as I can. I just love being nervous and, like, the pressure of, like, it's just fun. And, like, there's so many great people at that event and, like, such a culture and a world there. So I'm really looking forward to that. And then I like vacations, so I like doing gigs where I can go. I've been to, like, the Bahamas, and, like, yeah. I like going – to new places where I can go to DJ. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And uh, I'm sure you meet a lot of people too, obviously, just traveling. Yeah, and I want to keep up the amphitheaters. I've got some good plans in the works um, for that. So hopefully we can keep in touch and I can keep you posted. Yeah, 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 for sure. So uh, where's like, um, have you been on the East Coast too or just on the West Coast right now? I've been to New York and Miami and um, not Connecticut. I've not been to Connecticut. <laughs> <laughs> Where have you been in New York? Uh, like New York City. Yeah. Uh, I got when I traveled with Chelsea, I gotta go everywhere. Oh you yeah, can that's imagine. true. The only city I have not yet been to, which I have something in the works that is Nashville, which is surprising because Nashville, I hear so many good things about all the time. Yeah, me too. I think that's um, a new destination of like 2018 or something. But like the nicest <laughs> people, like it's like, I, and I I can't believe I still haven't gone there. So. That's, I need to put that on my list of goals. You gotta get to some, go to you gotta get some country mixes in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate your time. And uh, where could people find you on social media? Um, I am on Instagram, and it is exciting. And I hope you will go add me or, you know, slide into my DMs or whatnot. It's at Eva Magazine. 
So, like, a magazine, it's Eva Magazine, and that's actually a nickname I got from Chelsea. Um, You can Google Eva Magdalensky on Facebook. It's E-V-A-M-A-G-D-A-L-E-N-S-K-I. I've got Facebook pages on there. It's DJ Eva, DJ E-V-A with three A's. And um, I'm on Snapchat at Eva Magazine, Twitter at Eva Magazine. And and how could people uh, book you? Um, I'm, like, Instagram is a good way. Um, like Facebook, all that. I check all those messages all the time. So that's a great way to go about it. All right, for sure. I appreciate you coming on. Yeah, keep up the great work and hopefully we'll stay in touch. I appreciate it.